Welcome to Scrunchy Time. I'm Nicole Hegstead, your fertility advocate. After six years of infertility and three miscarriages, I decided that I needed to become the advocate for my own body. If you're exhausted from struggling to get pregnant and want to know more about how I can help, check out my website at www.nicolehegstead.com. And I'm Bridget May, your children's health expert. My son was born with a heart condition that led to three open heart surgeries, cath labs, a tracheostomy, and a ventilator. After being fed up with mixed opinions, I became my children's own advocate. If your child's health is lacking, then check out my website at www.bridgetmay.com to find out more how I can help. Put your hair up and pay attention while we discuss today's hottest topics concerning female hormones and healthy kiddos. We aren't silky. We aren't crunchy. We're We're scrunchy. Hello and welcome back to Scrunchy Time. So today we're going to be talking about our cold and flu protocol, um, which we're really excited. We kind of collaborated together to bring it to you. Um, We had a whole bunch of tools in our arsenal and then we also took um, an herbalist course so we were able to add some more stuff to it and um, it really kind of came about because I had a client who got a cold and asked me for a bunch of remedies and Bridget happened to be visiting at the time and so we were sitting there she was helping me type up an email and we were talking about it and it was like we need a protocol for this so we can just send a link because there's a lot of stuff that we have here so that birthed this protocol and that birthed this podcast episode so you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i totally felt that coming on i was like we are (laughs) (laughs) so um the, the first and foremost the most important way to fight a cold is to take care of yourself before you ever are exposed to the cold um and that can be in a matter of getting good nutrition um, but most importantly even even above good nutrition honestly is a proper lifestyle and that includes lots of self-care that includes lots of downtime that includes lots of sleep and rest and um, being able to set boundaries and walk away from work and leave your work at work and all the things that are really, really, really hard for Americans to do because we're a very, very driven society. Um, I heard something earlier this week and it it fits and it makes so much sense that um, someone was telling me that um, because we are around computers so much, and the computers think so much faster than humans think, we've been forced to keep up with the speed of computers. And not only are we, yeah, isn't that powerful? I was like, you're so right. Like our brains were not geared to type in, you know, such and such, and then have all these articles that we can read instantly. And like, I have found myself, especially in starting this business, being so overwhelmed and so exhausted because I had so much to read. Like I would be researching something and I wanted the information, but to sift through all of the content that's on the internet was just overwhelming. And I remember my eyes just being like, I can't read fast enough. Well, yeah. And it's totally different being on a screen than a book, you know, or a stack of newspapers or, you know, whatever we used to have. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, that's another side channel. <laughs> I don't want to get into that, but do you ever think about how did my parents learn about this stuff? Like, Encyclopedias. <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty much. So, um, and then he said, he went on further from there and he said, not only are we, you know, uh, able to type in, 
you know, an actor's name and get their entire filmography immediately. But at the same time, our mother is texting and our pastor is inviting us to an event on Facebook and our work email is blowing up and it's just overwhelming on all fronts. And so we, we live these lives that are just extremely driven um, in trying to keep up with the technology that is meant to serve us. And we need to keep that in mind that our technology is here to serve us and our phone our phone is here for my, my phone is here for me to call other people and it's here to take messages for me when people call me and then I can get back to them when I need to. That's the purpose of my phone. My phone is not so that way other people can get a hold of me when they want to talk to me. So we need I feel to like this should be an automated message on my phone for people who I don't get back for in a 24 hour period. Just like this. I do not like you if I don't call you back fast. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, just like this phone is for me. I will be back to you when I get back to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So need Sorry, to... I just had to interject because I'm the person if you text, I don't, I put my phone aside. And... Yeah, we need to. Hmm. We need to. I'm, I'm getting there too. Um, so we need to be setting these boundaries in our lives so that way we, we are able to recoup and our brains are able to recoup. And able to rest. And when then when that virus comes along, our body says, hey, I'm rested. That doesn't belong in my body. Get it out of here. And it kicks it out instead of being overworked and exhausted. And then a virus comes along and our body's going, I'm just trying to get to work. I can't even imagine like it doesn't even see the virus come in the front door. You know, so it's very important to stay rested. Jumping off of that, once you get sick, the next important thing to do is guess what? Get rested and take care of yourself. So calling into work sick. This is a huge problem that I've seen in my working years. Like I cannot tell you how many times people have come to work sick and have said things like, well, I don't want to use my PTO for my sick days. You know, I don't want, uh, it's just a little cold. Well, guess what? You're sharing that with everyone. And I ha actually have worked in places that got mad at me for calling in sick when I, when I got the same cold that other people got that they weren't calling in sick for. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I take care of my body. Like, it's not my fault that you abuse yourself. You know, like, I'm not going to participate in self-abuse. I'm just not. So we need to grow a thick pair, a, a thick coating of skin and say, you can be as mad at me as you want. I'm calling in sick because that is my federal right to call in sick. And furthermore, it's a federal right that they can't ask you why you're calling in sick. So I'm calling mm. in sick. I'll be back when I'm back. End of <laughs> So I worked in toxic places that also ask, you know, what, what was wrong? They like, your boss does not have the right to ask you that. So it's up to you as to how much you want to enforce that but you have the right to call in sick that's we are not slaves slavery is illegal in america like it's not okay so um so when you get sick call in sick that's my that's my motto for colds like call in sick and then stay home and chill and sleep and watch your binge watch your favorite show and eat bone broth soup and just be present. Don't clean your house. Don't mow your lawn. Don't get caught up on your chores. You know, if you have a hobby that's like a, a down hobby that you really enjoy, say drawing or something like that, then sure, that's fine if you want to do something like that. But if you get tired, go to bed. Don't force yourself to finish something. You know, it needs to be about rest and recuperation. 
So super, super important there. So a couple of th other things you can do once you do stay home is um, take a shower. Alternating hot and cold water is really good for upping your immune system. So what you do is you get into the shower and you turn it up as hot as you can stand for three minutes. You wanna actually time yourself. So if you have a partner who can time you, then that's great. If not, set your phone alarm and set it outside your shower so that way you know because you want this to be as close as possible to being accurate. Um, set your phone alarm for three minutes and stay in as hot water as you can for three minutes. And then after the three minutes, you're gonna do as cold water as you can stand for three minutes. And you're gonna do this three times. So you'll do hot three times and cold three times, ending on cold. If you stay in the water for one temperature longer than the other, or if you do it more than three times, your body can go into shock. So you want to time it to the three minutes. It's very important. And you only wanna do it the three sets. So don't do it longer than that. But what it does is the hot and then the cold, the, the extremes, it boosts your immune system because your immune system says there's something going on. And so it wakes up. But if you stay in longer than the three minutes in that hot, then your immune system depresses. If you ever notice when you take those really hot showers and by the end you're really sleepy and you're just like, I need to go to bed and you can barely walk out of the shower. It's like, I need to go to bed, but I can't walk across the room to get there. That's because you depress all of your immune system because you stayed in the hot water so long. So the Native Americans actually used to use the same exact technique. They would uh, light a fire in their teepee and make a sweat lodge and get really hot. And then they would run as fast as they could and jump into a freezing cold lake. And they would do that multiple times. Um, I'm assuming three times, but I, I'm not sure. Um, but they would do that multiple times and that would stave off colds for the Native Americans. So it's the same exact concept, um, just with a sweat lodge in a lake. Um, <laughs> Modern so, convenience. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, so that's something you can do. Um, and then again, lots of rest, lots, lots of downtime and not working around the house. So, um, there's a lot of things in the protocol that we have as well um, that are actual remedies. So lots of ways to use garlic, lots of ways to use honey, onions, um, lots of, lots broth, of good stuff. Like you mentioned. Yeah. 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 It's just really important to, I mean, obviously you're sick. I love, Nicole says this all the time, but I'm going to steal it. She says, <clears throat> when your body gets sick, it's, or it's your way of telling you you're tired and you need to take a break. Yeah. And like, so, Basically, you're just going to like amp up all what you should have been doing before you got sick and just like jam pack it. So, you you know, you really want antibiotics. You really, or excuse me, not antibiotics. Um, uh, you don't want to take antibiotics. You want to take. It's like the opposite of what we're saying. Yeah. Antibacterial. So like coconut oil. Um, yeah, thank you. Turmeric is going to be an antibacterial. Um, yeah, there's lots of natural foods that can help you with well garlic and honey that's where I was going with that you really want to yeah yeah um, just get tons and tons of that in your system and get it going so yeah. um, I actually uh, one of the remedies you need to make in advance and um, it's a honey and onion remedy and mm -hmm. I um, 
happened to have an onion on hand and happened to have honey on hand. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and make this. Like we were in the middle of making up the protocol. And I found myself like really like going back to that one remedy. And my body was just kind of like, that sounds really good. I really like that idea. And so I was like, well, I'm kind of really craving this, even though I've never even had this remedy before. So I made it up because I, it needed to be made up in advance anyway. So I was like, well, I should just make it and put it in my pantry. And as soon as it was made, my body was just like, I want this. I want this really bad. And the first day I took probably five different teaspoons throughout the day. Every time I saw it, my body was just like, yes, more, yes, more. And so I took like five of those and I was not sick. I did not have any symptoms of being sick. The next day I took like three. And then the next day I was like, don't really want that anymore. And I was better. Like my body just, so whatever was in it, my body was craving. Like I said, I don't eat, I wasn't mm-hmm. even sick, but it did me a world of good. And I walked by the jar every day and have not wanted it since. But uh, there's natural things out there that your body is craving to be able to fight off some of these things that you will just fall in love with some of these remedies. It's amazing. And it tastes oh, yeah. This is basically like a cough syrup that I made up, the onion and honey thing. Um, and like, I think about like all the Dimatap garbage that I grew up on, which is actually linked to infertility now. Um, and it's just of ironic, course. like six and a half years of infertility, I was raised with Dimatap. Mm, okay. <laughs> Coincidence? Um, yeah. But like this stuff tasted like garbage, you know, it just was horrible. Mm. And then like my body's like, I want this honey and onion syrup and it's, it tastes amazing and I love it and I was actually thinking like my kids are gonna be so lucky <laughs> like so spoiled like I had to take the horrible awesome. stuff and they're gonna get honey for their colds not fair uh, yeah that's awesome that's so true I always think of that like we ate Flintstone vitamins kids will never have to eat those we used to hide those from our mom I'm sorry mom <laughs> I love it <laughs> but they're disgusting yeah, Ugh, yeah. I still oh, know yeah. kids that eat those and I cringe every time I'm at their house it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> but just the chalk taste yes yeah. after a while though I feel like I'm that person that's always like you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and you shouldn't. so I have to like limit myself and keep them in <laughs> we'll get the vitamins next time yeah exactly. <laughs> I just like yelled at them for soda so we're good now <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, don't be friends with a health coach. <laughs> so bad. So bad. You have no idea what goes on in our brains. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or what we don't either. I catch myself because I just think that, like, seriously, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. yeah, no, well, anyway, and that was, yeah, that's a really good point I was going to make or say is like, you should never deny your body anything that is craving naturally. Like, if God gave it to us, eat it and eat the heck out of it until your body says no. And I actually, I have, you know, just another example on staying on top of being healthy and giving your body what you need. Um, I have proven that with my own kids when we, they have been on like this fruit kick. I think I've told you about this. And it was just like, I am like, oh my gosh, can, is there another bunch of bananas in the world? Because I think we've eaten them all. You know, just like, oh my word, so much 
fruit is being eaten. So next time we went to the store, we just like literally shopping cart full of fruit. I'm not even kidding you. I bought so much fruit. It was insane. And um, they ate it and they're done. Like we got that out of our system. The bananas are still a thing, but they're no longer like, I want, you know, 500 cartons of blueberries. I want this. I want that. Like we're good now. Yeah. So, um, they, they, they were clearly came, craving something. They got caught up on it. It'll happen again. That's another, you know, huge misconception. Like our bodies use the nutrition we give them. You can't just say, Oh, we're good now. I'm not deficient anymore. No, you're going to be again. You know, like that's, yeah. you have to constantly be feeding your body. There's a reason we were designed to eat. <laughs> so, um, you, you have to constantly be on top of it and giving your body what it needs for whatever circumstances you're in. So um, another misconception with that is um, the vitamin C versus vitamin D when you get sick as well. Um, we're always shoved, take your vitamin C, take your vitamin C. And it's actually, you really need some D vitamin in there um, or not some, like it's actually more important. So make sure you're like getting outside and um, all of that. Um, for at least, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a day and just soaking up the sunshine as much as you can, um, is one of the best natural ways to do it. I think you've done supplements too. So for that. Yeah, I I do have a supplement that I recommend, um, but nothing replaces sunshine. Um, nothing at all. Um, and they actually, um, uh, vitamin D is also super important for infertility. I'm just throwing that out there for, for my clients who might be listening. Um, they, Every woman, not every woman who is deficient in vitamin D has PCOS, but every woman who has PCOS is deficient in vitamin D. They've done studies, like every single one. So um, super, super important to be up on your vitamin D. And if you look at when cold and flu season is, uh, sugar (laughs) depletes your immune system for, what is it, up to five hours? Something like that? Oh, no, it's longer than, I mean, I think a tablespoon of sugar is like... I want to say it's like seven to 12 hours. It's a long time. It's like a day. It's like a long, long time. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So so when cold and flu season start, kids go back into school. So they're in, out of the sunshine. Uh, The days start getting shorter. So you're not, you know, they're not in the sunshine in the mornings or in the evenings either. And then the holidays kick up. And they start with, we start off with Halloween. So boom, right off the bat, we get all this candy. And so um, we're killing our vitamin D and then we're introducing tons and tons of sweets and candy um, into our lifestyle for the winter to celebrate the lack of sunshine. And um, that's when cold and flu season hits. So if you look at it like that, if you can try and boost your vitamin D and get out into the sunshine as much as possible and then limit your sugar by eating better foods most of the time, you're going to notice that those colds and flus die down quite a bit. And even well, in and it's not even that you have to cut out sugar and sweets either. It's like, it's the refined sugar too. I always love to say that because people then classify honey and maple syrup and all these things. Yeah. And it's like, oh gosh, no, eat, eat that until you're blue in the face. Yes. Make, and you, you would be so surprised at how much you can make or do with honey and maple syrup and fruits. It, and they are so sweet. Like, yeah. it's not like you're sacrificing anything. Believe me, it's better. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not like you have to give it, give up sugar in, yeah. in that sense. Give up your sweets. Give up your treat. I'm not right. at all. You don't even have to do that. Yeah, 
absolutely. And I wouldn't even say get like even refined sugar. I don't think you need to give up 100%. I'm just saying like right. the amount of holidays that Cut we back. have back to back yeah. that is just like, you know, you got, like I said, Halloween, um, then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and how much leftovers do you have between those holidays? It's not like you've got those individual days. Like, let's face it, Halloween candy hangs out for quite a while. <laughs> so it, it is an issue. And then like, even just back to school stuff, like there's going to be celebration going on at school too, where people are getting a lot more treats. So. Oh yeah. Well, birthday parties are in there and everything. And then yeah. you're having yeah. cake and ice cream and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's never absolutely. ending. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah. So if you're interested in that cold and flu protocol, reach out to us. It is, um, um, available through reaching out to us and um, we were more than willing to share it with you because <laughs> we made it for you. So, um, so yeah, so let us know. All right. We will see you back in a couple of weeks and thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you'd like to know more about our programs or watch the podcast in video form, you can visit our websites where we also share links and resources concerning the different topics that we have discussed. Check me out at www.nicolehegstead.com. And check me out at www.bridgetmay.com. See, See you next time. time.